Ladies and gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary? Lana has the guts. We're entering a new era of Miami Heat basketball. I say finals are bust, no matter what. All that, the Dion Waiter there? Oh, I'll tell him to shut up. It's fine. I think family from the face of the team. Jimmy, all the way. Tyler Hero, you're going four for 12. Get out of here. Bryant, Hero, and Duncan all out there at the same time. Like, who's playing defense in that lineup? King Riles, the godfather. Not the ride. Yeah. God, the beauty of the culture is because I think it's a real thing. This culture thing, I mean, look, it started with Pat, you know, back in the, in the 90s. Literally, you got any thoughts? Anthony Mason? Isaac Watson. Severe so, Jamal Mashburn. Make your Jamal Mashburn to give you a grand loan. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Uh, Welcome, everybody, to episode number 18 of the Battered Heat Fans Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and alongside me, as always, we got three other battered fans. It's got from my left to your right, Mr. Italy Jet. How are you doing, sir? Doing good. Glad to be back from All-Star Weekend. I'm ready to go. This is when the season really begins. And let me tell you something before we get keep going and, and we throw it over to Solana. The you laughing at the Eddie Curry gets me every time right before we start. Uh, Solana, how you doing, sir? I am doing fantastic. It's a wonderful Thursday in my house. My son went to bed at a reasonable time tonight. Oh, here we go. And it's so a win. it's always a win, man. I'm off the crutches for a day. So, fellas, the the weekend is is trending upwards. For those that don't you? know, yeah, I was about to say for those that don't know, go go ahead, tell them what a, in what a ridiculous way you got injured. Yeah, man. So uh, Monday, my mom invited me to play some pickleball, you know, with uh, with the, the old folk there at the uh, at the Jewish Community Center, and uh, I went to the JCC, man. And I, I mean, I would have rather played ball, but I went to play pickleball. And uh, apparently, I tore my uh, my <laughs> plantar didn't play ball. Your yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Your plantar fasciitis? Yes, sir. I, I struggle I with that too. I struggle with it too. Yeah, it sucks. I felt a pop. It's not fun. I felt a pop. Not Ooh. good. Yeah. If you if you did that playing pickleball, imagine if you would have tried to play actual ball. <laughs> I would. I probably would have fell out of my shoes. Well, fun fact: at that same JCC, Chris and I were actually playing in the league there, the basketball league. Uh, yeah. Right before, uh, during the pandemic. Well, I guess yeah. technically the pandemic. Right before, down. Yeah, yeah, right before and right during. I think we only played one game during the, the pandemic. After that, they stole all our all our login money. <laughs> yeah, they never gave us the money back. Yeah. Oh I man, if, I mean, figures. I, I'll have to have a word with with uh, my friends over there at the JCC. See if we can uh, uh, see if we can get the batter hair and the refund. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so how you doing, Chris? Uh, I'm good. Look, I mean, the all-star weekend to me was a disaster other than, I guess, the, the three-point competition. You can't really fuck that up. Excuse me for my language, I guess, but I I think we're going to get into all-star weekend for sure. Yeah. Well, which we're going to talk about that, but so far so good. And I'm looking forward to the second half of the season. Well, before we get into the all-star weekend, because I do want to, right? Because today, not too many things to touch on, right? Because not too much has happened since we last spoke, but one thing that did happen since we last spoke, we did play three games. We, lo- we lost to Boston, but I'm not even going to get into that. Uh, but we had a very big win against the Milwaukee Bucks. And the reason I want to bring that up is because we were shorthanded. 
the Milwaukee Bucks are, and to be clear, we held our own against Boston for the most part without Jimmy. I thought, I thought, and then Milwaukee, we went out and we beat them. Some of that heat culture that we like to talk about on here. How, uh, how do you guys feel about the Miami Heat and how they've been doing without Jimmy? Because so far this season, I want to say they're twelve and seven without Jimmy. And by the way, I mean I know he doesn't watch this, but anyway, condolences to Jimmy because I'm understanding that he wasn't playing because he lost somebody in his family, which absolutely sucks. But uh, and I'm in no way suggesting that the Heat are better without Jimmy, absolutely not. But they have twelve and seven without Jimmy. What do you think about that that record for uh, for the Miami Heat without Jimmy uh, Solana? Look, man, I think it's absolutely nuts for anybody who follows the Heat to think the Heat are better without Jimmy. No, now, absolutely not. Here's here's what I, here's what I like is that I love that the Heat can just put anybody enter anybody into the lineup next man mm-hmm. up. I know a lot of teams talk about a next man up mentality. The Heat truly have a next man up because your leader, your captain. You know, your, your your guy, your MVP, your superstar is out. And you blow out, you know, probably one of the, I guess, championship favorites, if, mm-hmm. if you want to take it that far. And I then mean, since Doc Rivers out, joined, they haven't looked great, but yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we can talk about that. that that's probably a talk for a whole other episode. Yeah. That's, Doc Rivers that, that was, is just a big choke artist, biggest move. choke artist in the world. Yeah. But look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy, man. And I love that, like I said, what I was going with it is I love that this team can do it without Jimmy. And you know that when Jimmy comes back in, he's just that unselfish type player that he's not going to need his 30, sh- you know, 20 shots, 15 shots. He's okay deferring. And if Hero's on fire the way he has been the last few games, I mean, watch out, man. Watch out for the Heat. Uh, Italy, what do you think about the Heat's big win against the Bucks? Because, I mean, since we last spoke, that's probably the biggest, uh, I mean, obviously the biggest one we've had. I mean, it, it wasn't even close. We blew him out. Jovich, baby. Jokic. Ah! Oh, love it. Love coming off the bench, spreading that love. I mean, Bucks are Bucks are not doing good right now. Doc Rivers is not handling everything well right now. It, it, I mean, Giannis is frustrated. It's It was a win that I'm really happy with. I am all about the mentality of next man up. I've been like that my entire life, and that's what heat culture is. I mean, props to Duncan Robinson, Love, and Jovich. They really stepped up without Rozier. And Butler. So mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm happy. Well, before I throw it over to you, Chris, I think the, the biggest thing that I noticed was that uh, they had um, uh, Italy, my own, check your, your mic. Um, they had Giannis defending Jovich for the beginning of the game, and he wasn't respecting his outside shot. And I mean, Jovich showed that he could hit that. Every, I mean, he's not consistent with it. But you got to respect it, and I think that that was the that's what made that 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 game for Jovich his career high twenty four points, and the fact that everybody's talking about Jovich, nobody is even bringing up the fact that Bam ended up with a triple double. Chris, what did you think about the Heat Bucks game? Well, it's got to be, and then and Solana brought it up, right? I mean, and I have a question, Solana. How bittersweet is it, right? That we're playing better without Jimmy. It's like a bittersweet deal, right? Because you're like, do you're doing better without him, but you kind of don't want to look at it as if it's like, ah, we don't need Jimmy Butler because you definitely still need Jimmy Butler. But it's such a it's such a facade, right? 
I mean, that's the way that I read it. Absolutely. I, I, absolutely. It's no like doubt. what Solana said. I think it's – I'm sorry to cut you off, Solana, but I think it's yeah. amazing when you have a team that even if Jimmy's out, you still expect to win. I, I heard Eric Spolstra, I think it was that post game where they said, oh, how do you feel about winning un, uh, undermanned or something? And he got upset. He's like, no, no, don't say that. You got to respect the other guys that are on the court. Like, mm-hmm. they expect to win also. We're not undermanned. These guys are part of the team. They go out there expecting to win. I was like, man, how does anybody not love Heat culture? How do you not love Eric Spolstra? Oh, shut up, Chris. Shut no, up. but absolutely. <laughs> I, no, you, you nailed it on the head. And, I, and I, know, I know we shoved the culture down everybody's throat on the podcast, which, which I love, by Chris. the way. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And, and because Chris loves it the most. But if you really start <laughs> thinking about it, if you really start thinking about it, can you name – the amount like the teams specific teams where you could say okay we're missing one of our top players and we're still gonna win i can only name a few i would say the 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 duncan or the tim duncan uh um, spurs spurs maybe mm-hmm. the jordan you know the 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 jordan uh bulls that you know nah, the 90s squad, bulls. yeah that, that was yeah, a squad I mean, nah. even if pippen even nah. if pippen was out or jordan was nah. out you were still expecting them to win absolutely depending on who they played but absolutely and then maybe Maybe uh, you know the Kobe Bryant and and Shaquille O'Neal Lakers. Other than that, and I'm talking about recent history, not going back to but, the 70s. But, and but the 80s, you know but, what? But I think that's different though, because with the Heat, they don't have a stacked roster like those other teams did. Like usually, the Heat just get undrafted players, and you still expect them to win because that is what the Miami Heat are. And I think it's crazy, and everybody expects it. Everybody res- like nobody denies it. Like you, you just come to expect. Those boys from South Beach, like uh, the Perkins says, like they're dogs and and they show it week in and week they, out. I mean, it's they, awesome. Per- Perkins is up and down every week with the Heat. I don't even know. I mean, if I, that's I, with a good I can't thing. stand Perkins honestly. I don't. <laughs> that guy's that guy's that whole guy. career. That guy's whole career guy. is up and down, right? Right. Right. <laughs> now, uh, aside from that, right? You mentioned all of these teams, Solana, but the difference is, is that the Lakers had a brigade of referees that put the fix in. Because the, because the Kings should have gone to the finals. But we'll talk about that, I guess, in a I general I don't doubt NBA it, man. I'm a Pager fan. I'm a big Pager fan, so I don't listen, doubt it. I was, rooting for, I was rooting for the Kings in that series. Yeah. Same, so, same. but as, I mean, look, but I guess aside from that, let's just say culture. You want to know how to spell culture? It's called P-A-T-T-H-E-R-A-T. Pat, Pat the, the Rat. The Rat. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, but you know yes, what? Sir. I don't. I don't want to do that. Pat the rat stuff anymore, because I feel like that takes away from Eric Spoelstra. You got to start giving Eric Spoelstra his flowers, because the, the reason that Eric Spoelstra took so long to get the credit is because Pat Riley kept getting it, and I get it. Pat Riley brought it originally right to this franchise, but at some point you got to. Eric Spoelstra is no longer under Pat Riley's shadow. Eric Spoelstra is his own man. He has showed that he is that guy. He is – you ask absolutely anybody with any NBA knowledge who the best coaches in the league are, everybody would or at least should say in the top three, Eric Spolstra. If you don't have him number one, that's fine. That's debatable. I think he might be number one, maybe number two to Greg Popovich. But he is top three to everybody. And, and I have a question. I think that's, cons- that, that's uh, the consensus. I have a question for all three of you. I mean, I guess because we're not covering anything from last week. But if Stan Van Gundy would have stayed with the Heat, would you be saying the same thing? 
because Stan Van Gundy, the only reason he didn't get any shine is because of the simple fact that Pat took it all. Because Stan Van Gundy would be sitting in the same place as Eric Spolstra. No? Or am I wrong so. for that? No, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't so. think and, so either, yeah. Yeah, I, I, think, I think if you look at Stan Van Gundy's resume of where he's been and where he's, you know, he's succeeded, he had a couple really good years with the Orlando Magic uh, when yeah. they made that finals run. Uh, other than that, I mean, he was a complete flop in Detroit when he had the, to the be thing the, is the players GM. hate him. That, that's yeah, the thing is that he's, the he's just a very, yeah, he's a very interesting coach. If, when he was in New Orleans, he was only there for a year and they ran him out of town. Um, he's just not a well-respected coach. I don't know if you remember guys, but when he was with the heat, uh, the reason why he was let go was a essentially, I mean, I mean, and... yeah, Shaq didn't right. respect him. Yeah. Shaq was calling, right. Shaq was calling him Ron Jeremy. I mean, that's <laughs> how you know. Like Ron <laughs> but he does. Shaq was calling him Ron Jeremy. And so they just didn't respect him. And so I think that's the major difference between an Eric Spolstra and a Stan Van Gundy is players just, I mean, even when, when you had the LeBron gate back in the day when LeBron kind of like hit, you remember, remember the LeBron shoulder, shoulder? Hit Oh, yeah. I'm saying. Oh, yeah. But you know. LeBron got put in his place. I don't know if it was Pat or Spo, but I think Pat had a lot to do with that. I, or a combo I, yeah. Spoh, of the two. I think Spoh eventually yeah, came two, out on his own. Yeah, right. Yeah. So Sorry that I just own. took us down. No, this no, road here. no. This is Look, great. That's fine. No, this we, is we have we, we have nothing else to talk about this week. But um, but I don't think Spo gets there unless Pat backs him up the way he did, and I I'm, I am a hundred percent certain that that was all Pat that put LeBron in his place because mm-hmm. personally, when I saw that. I was like, oh, Eric Spolster is out before the season's over. I right. thought that. But when he wasn't, I was like, okay, LeBron, they're not fucking with you here. Like, you're going to have to kind of, you know, yeah, bite your lip and, and let that ego sink in a little bit. And um, and I think losing to the Mavericks might have been the best thing that ever happened to him, honestly, because that little bit of humble pie also helped also. See yeah, but go, go back to Gundy, though, real quick. Go back to Gundy real quick, but... The consistency wasn't there when he was coaching, and players didn't want to change for him, and no one wanted to play for him. That's one of the reasons why they didn't want to play there as well. He was just not loved, and when you're not loved, get the fuck out. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, I could see that. All right, so we got that big win. Unfortunately, Jimmy was out, but he should be back. Uh, You told me he was going to be back for the New Orleans game, right, Italy? Pelicans, yeah. Yeah, okay, so he's going to be back. Uh, hopefully, they can figure this thing out there. 30 and 25. For those wondering, if you're comparing it to last year, at this point, after 55 games, last year's record, 30 and 25. And how did that year end? We ended up in the NBA Finals. So, I'm not saying it's going to happen again, but I'm not saying that also. Uh, so, we're 30 and 25, but we went to the All-Star break, and it was fun because we had Jaime, Go ahead and participate in the dunk competition. And before we talk about the dunk competition in itself. It's underwhelming. I can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about All-Star Saturday in general. I actually watched all of it because I was I was I wanted to watch Sabrina versus Seth. Yeah. That's so literally I. the only reason I watched it. Because I am a Sabrina Yonosku fan. Uh, I, I watched the Liberty with my daughter. So I, I like Sabrina. Go ahead, and I, I wanted to watch her play against Seth. And they did a good job holding it almost to the end of the night, so I ended up watching most of the event. That skills challenge is absolutely putrid. Yeah, it garbage. took like a full hour. It was a waste of time. Please stop doing that crap. 
make the Saturday night literally just a three-point contest. And if you're going to stick with the dunk contest, just those two events. All that other crap is nonsense. It doesn't need to be there. The three-point contest is always entertaining. The Sabrina versus Seth, I thought was awesome, especially since Sabrina basically, well, she's out from the men's three-point line. And her score was tied with the highest score of the three-point contest, which was Dame Lillard and a couple other guys say 26 also. I was happy with it, but you got to shorten it up and you might as well get rid of the dunk contest. Uh, Chris, what did you think about all state Saturday night? I actually don't agree with you on getting rid of the dunk contest because if there's oh anything God. that re- such a bore if, fest, no, but listen, if there's anything that really brings the heat, it's the dunk contest. The only problem is, is that there hasn't been original dunk since 2005, 2006. But what else could they do? Unless they dunk but, with their okay. feet, there's nothing all else right. to do. You know, well, you say that. You hold on, hold on, no, there, hold on, Solana. No, there isn't. No, there you, isn't. No, there isn't. You, you, yes, there is. You, all right. No, I'll, listen. You say that there's nothing original that can be done now. Then that means you're not watching enough YouTube. You're not watching enough Instagram because there are guys. My my proposition for the NBA is stop using NBA players. Go they grab did. guys. The guy that won it was in the was in the G League. Well, all right, they, but he's in right. the G League, but he's affiliated, right? I'm talking about go get guys that are on Instagram that are trying to get mad followers because they dunk like crazy and get those guys to jump into a five, a six man dunk contest. I guarantee you it'll be more entertaining than all the dunk contests combined in the last 10 years. And and you might be right that it's more entertaining, but it's not going to get as many viewers. Because people oh, want to see. Absolutely, it no, is. No, no way. You're people out of want your to see the mind. stars. Solana, oh, uh, not Solana. D- uh, Daniel, yeah, duh. Chris is right. We talking about? Come on, if man. You told me that Herb Williams is in the dunk contest and he's going up against, uh, I don't know, Tim Burton. I'm like, I'm not watching that shit. I don't know who these guys are, and I do if not Tim watch Burton, that. If Tim Burton does a 720. And not a 360. I'm watching. Then I watch it, buddy. Yeah, exactly. I watch it on Instagram Look, when they show it tomorrow on the highlights. Yeah, but Danny, the only reason people reason, watch it live is for the stars. There's a reason why N1 got popular, and why those guys got popular, and why people like the professor, why Skip to my Lou. There's a reason why those guys got oh, popular. I, I people want to see. Right. People want to see that. Now, with the NBA, they don't want to see it on All-Star with the dunk weekend, contest. Though. They do though. The issue no. is the issue with the have with the dunk contest is the NBA has too many rules around it. They try to make all these things like the players can't jump over cars. Like, dude, tell me when Blake Griffin jumped over that car and dunked it. That wasn't cool. I mean, I don't want to see guys jump over Shaq. I already see that when I go to the high school dunk right. competition. Right. Twice Miami, in Christian, one dunk competition. Gulliver, like or I'm Gary watching Payton, these. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm already seeing that stuff in the high school. Dunk. I want to see stuff that I can't see. Like, bro. Put some, I don't know, something with fire. Make the guy jump over fire. I don't know. Do something right. cool. Like, put a 12-foot right. rim like Dwight Howard did a few years ago. Like, do right. something different. Be different. Even even what Gerald Green did where he put the little cupcake on the thing and, and blew, blew out. out. The candle. I mean, dude, yeah. that's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's innovative. But don't go and do a 360 windmill that's already been done 250 times and miss it three times. Like, I don't want to watch that shit, which is why I didn't watch the dunk contest. Only thing Can I, I watched... Just- was a skills challenge, and then I wanted to murder myself. Oh, the skills challenge I was just, brutal. It was so bad. And then they, they had I just these wanna, long commercial breaks, a million rounds. It's like, oh, my God, take this shit off. I just want to do something here. And for those of you that are listening on audio, I apologize. You need to get on to the video and watch it at the 19, 20-minute mark because I'm about to put a video of a guy dunking. Watch this. He literally goes up, and as he's going up, 
throws it on the ground, catches it midair, and dunks it. These dunks that I'm looking at right now are more revolutionary than anybody is doing in the NBA dunk contest. Okay? So don't tell me that there are nobody out there. Nobody's going to tune players. into that shit. People want to see NBA players in the NBA well, All-Star Weekend. You got, you're hey, absolutely I wild. I would you're absolutely crazy, wild. But I'll tell you this. If you give me, if you give me LeBron, uh, Kevin Durant, and two other of the, uh, you know, the two other bigger superstars in the league, and right. put those four in the dunk contest. I'm also watching. I don't give a shit what they do. They couldn't make a dunk, but I'm going to watch it to see what they do. You know what I mean? Right. But I'm not watching Max McClung. Get out of here, bro. It, and and look, a, the only good he, thing about the dunk contest dunk. was the Cultura jersey. Sorry. Yes, that was dope. That was dope. That was dope. So, but. There's a reason why Jalen Brown made it to the finals. Because he yeah, was the only all-star there. He was the only, yeah, he was the only all-star there. He was the only creative dunker other than the other dunkers. Creative? That's he it. Shit. He was the only one that was creative. In terms of, like, using props and staging things. And listen, the dunk contest is was, was absolute garbage. And it's been garbage for many years. No, before it's, we get into garbage. the dunk contest, I, I, I want to hit up Italy Jet before he, he hasn't had a chance to talk. Yeah. Italy, did you watch Saturday night? I don't think you did. So you have no opinions. You don't. You just don't like it, right? I, I mean, I'm with Solana. I want a creativity, and I want trampolines. Give me some trampolines. I mean, I just want. I mean, that's what my wife was saying. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, mean I would love something like slam ball that. back. That was the best league of all time. I mean, Bro, we might I, as well just bring slam ball back, dude, dude. It's it's like playing NBA Street with all the creativity. I would love something like that back, but that's not going to happen. But like, that's something that would be nice. And I love what Chris said about that's the way this generation is going though. If you're going to bring some like Instagrammers, bring some YouTubers, that's people are going to tune in because of those followings and putting up against so. an NBA all-star that that's just the way it's going though. And against I, an I all-star. Okay. Okay. If, you, if you throw that. in, if you throw in one it's, of those against some, some NBA players, maybe, but if you make it all Instagrammers, Dude, the NBA fan is YouTubers, Instagrammers. Yeah. You got to mix yeah. it up. You gotta look. You gotta look at boxing and mixed martial. Like, look at these Max. other guys. Yeah, like yeah, like, like 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 Logan Paul. Paul. Look at Logan Paul, Logan, Jake Logan Paul. Paul Absolutely nobody's yeah. who are YouTubers who just trained in boxing and now they're, they're right. making money, man. Because Max. people, especially Max. the young people, young people who are into YouTube nowadays, who are into social media, that's what they want to see, and that's who they're seeing every day. So, um, it's it's crazy, man. I mean, look, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm not saying I love it. I'm just yeah. saying that's that's life. And Ryan Garcia, he started out like that too. And now look what his name is. I mean, it's just where this thing is going. Um, all right, let's get into the dunk contest. Oh, real quick, Sabrina, I thought she did awesome. Shout out to her. Because I was I was really had my fingers crossed that she would beat Seth. So whatever. I just don't want to say. Um, the dunk contest. When I saw that Jaime came out first, I already knew he was gonna lose. Because that's yeah, like the worst draw. First. Because yeah. once you come out first. The You're judges done. automatically refuse mm -hmm. to give you a good score because they mm -hmm. can't start high. They got to work mm -hmm. their way up. So I already thought that that really sucked that they had him go out first. And then he jumped over Shaq. The winning dunk was somebody jumping over Shaq. Now, I will give this guy, McCung, credit. He, he cleared Shaq without touching yes. Shaq. So it was a little more impressive than Jaime's. But damn, it was the same exact dunk. Going back to the creativity mm -hmm. part, if I see that Jaime already did that, I'm like, I got to figure something else out because I can't do the same exact thing. I thought Jaime, although maybe he shouldn't have won, I, think, I thought he got robbed the way that Jalen Brown 
was getting all those high scores when Jaime is over here jumping over Shaq and then Jalen Brown's jumping over Kai Senta, which is like 5'3", and he's sitting down on a chair, which puts him down to like four feet. I was like, what is this? Like, that alone is a, is a blasphemy as to why this dunk counter shouldn't exist. Uh, what Chris, what from, did you think? What do you expect from a Go Celtic, ahead. though? Oh, my God. I fucking hate them. <laughs> Same yeah, here. Celtics are straight trash. They got or, it. or Knicks. Yeah. Well, I just real quick, this was the hat that Jaime was wearing. I, I, I don't know Ooh. why he chose this hat because I figured he would have gone with a black or a red hat. But I like it, the culture. But that Cultura jersey, I didn't notice it until after when on social media they were posting the pictures of it. Because when I watched it live, I honestly didn't realize it. That is that. I love that. That I need to get me a Cultura jersey. That That's dope. Uh, Chris, what do you think about the dunk competition in general? I mean, look, I, I already went over what my opinion is of the dunk contest, where it should go. I think that I think the winner, the you know, it went exactly how it should have. That's it. It went exactly how it should have. Nobody else should have won that. And uh, you no, know, well, you knew off who, until yeah. next, yeah, off until next year, and uh, hopefully they they shape that shit up because the dunk contest is losing its luster big time. Like it's Only getting Toppin's to the point where other was in it. Yeah, it's it's getting to the point where and Danny, look, you and I have known each other for years. We've watched dunk contest stuff together. Oh, like I I'm, used to love it. I'm, I'm not excited about All Star Weekend anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't been excited for many, many years. Yeah. A, a quick yeah. personal story. My I used to hang out with my brother and, and my and my little cousin all the time. My little cousin David, and my brother at the time was like seven or eight. My cousin was like nine or ten, and they were obsessed with Pokemon. I was obsessed with sports. They were obsessed with Pokemon. Like that's it. They didn't care about sports. But they were with me Saturday night for All Star Weekend 2000. The Vince Carter dunk contest. Vince Carter, Vince Carter. That event, and my brother will tell you, that event was life-changing for him because that event turned him into a basketball fan, which led to him being an overall sports fan eventually. But the dunk contest used to do that. That Vince Carter's dunk contest, that was wild. Kenny Smith's uh, – uh, and by the way, they, they killed Kenny Smith over this weekend. I don't know what – I was watching a different channel, I guess, because I didn't hear Kenny Smith. But apparently he was, like, drunk or something. He, like, ruined the commentary. But um, Kenny Smith's commentary that night what was the the, 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 what the cherry on top. The way he was like, it's over. It's over, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Like, Vince Carter, that right there. Look, it, it, was, it used to be Put something that one on the map look too. forward to. Yeah. The yeah, the everything. Cheese. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the red and white ones. Yeah. And then we move over to Sunday, all-star game. Honestly, I didn't watch it. I watched Bam hit that first three, and then I turned it off, and he didn't end up scoring after that. And the all-star game is also a shit show. Yeah. Like, they're just, like, running up and down the court. It, it's, Nobody's it's, playing it's boring. 200 points. It's yeah. boring. Yeah, it was, it was boring. Points. And you know what? When they came up with that Kobe rule, where after the third quarter – Whoever scores uh, the highest score after the third, you add 21, and whoever scores that amount wins. I thought that that was good because they gave people like, okay, I got to get to this score, and the other team's like, okay, I got to defend to make sure that they don't get to that score. And I thought that that was actually entertaining. Why the hell did they go back to this shit? Like, I like that, that oh, what they did. And it was 24 points. I'm sorry. They had to add 24 points. I don't know why they added this shit. I only watched a couple minutes of the first quarter, and then I stopped. Did any of you guys watch the All-Star game? I watched I watched a bit of it, uh, but it was boring. It was literally just like a three point contest oh, yeah, or alley oops so or right, I right. mean, 
sometimes I mean, it, back in the day it was pretty cool because they were doing at least cool like they would throw like uh you know alley-oops off the backboard just, it was right. a cool thing right. and now it's just like eh, it's just not yeah. wonderful i agree with you yeah and in the fourth oh, go quarter ahead. i feel like you used to get serious go ahead yeah. italy before i go ahead and, and talk a little bit about it well, they were cheering more for Halliburton. I mean, that's where it was. That's that's who their major guy. That's who they wanted it to be. And it's like the it's like the NHL, MLB, NFL. All of these All Star games are crapshoots now. It's just it's boring. There's no flair. There's no spark. People aren't taking it seriously. There's more and more rules. They adding more and more events. And sometimes it doesn't need to be there. That's what the NBA all-star game and dunk contest whatever it is that's what's coming up to be and i watched the first quarter and then i turned it off it was i didn't like it at all i i want to mention something here because again i'm going to go back to my original comment the all-star weekend for the nba was quite possibly the best all-star weekend in sports yeah. by far now even the issue even is, sneaker releases i'm sorry to interrupt you but absolutely. i used to look forward to it even for a sneak i'm a huge sneakerhead i used to look forward yeah. to it just to see what sneakers everybody was going to wear mm -hmm. and so the thing is is that now there's two things that are happening one it's not there's no originality anymore especially with the dunk contest and number two the problem is is that the game itself the nba game the basketball game itself that people play is so generated off of three pointers and the longer distance shots it's not like how it was in the 90s and 2000s where ball handling was king, where passing the rock and no-look passes were king, where alley-oops and, and, and behind-the-back elbow passes were king. You know, those things are the things that people would look forward to in an all-star game. You think I want to watch Steph Curry shoot shots from half court and then have uh, Damian, uh, somebody else uh, match him shoot shots from half court like no man i don't want a 200 plus point game i want an entertaining game i want uh, you know people throwing yeah go ahead i was gonna say the icing on top now to what you were saying luca Doncic came out and threw shit up a shot with like three quarters of the court he just shot up a random three-pointer from like the other three-point line and i was like what is that's unacceptable that's unacceptable he also, he also got got blocked by the rim on a dunk yeah. Oh, I didn't see that's, that. That's but 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 you see that's where that's all that's all unacceptable. Like this yeah. is an all-star game. Give look, people are here to watch a show. People are here to be entertained. And watching guys right. shooting half-court three-pointers, that doesn't entertain me. I'll go to my local gym and watch the guy that just did chest and back start throwing shots from <laughs> half court and missing everything and hitting it right off the glass. Right. <laughs> or I'll watch one of these 12 year old kids that live at the gym. No, thanks. I don't need that on my all star weekend. Give me better basketball. Give me people that like to pass the ball and handle the ball and try to cross people over. It's awful. I, I, uh, quick, quick thing. I, so I'm curious because I have a couple ideas to fix all star weekend. Like, for example, go for it. I would create I would create a, like a game, a horse. So I would love to see like Steph Curry, Dame Lillard and maybe two other players who do have that shooting ability, play a game of horse. To me, that would be interesting. Something like that. For the for the three-point contest, I would love for them to bring in Caitlin Clark, maybe some of the WNBA players that, that make threes. Yeah. And I would love to see the women, like the WNBA versus the NBA, women versus men. Make it something that makes people watch. And that, to me, would be interesting. Like, would Steph Curry beat Caitlin Clark in a, in a three-point contest? I don't know because she's a baller. I don't know. But something like that would get me to watch. Not, yeah. not the garbage that they have now. 
Yeah. Well, I can't. I, look, if Caitlin I like Clark was there, I would definitely watch. I would love to see that for sure. I, I like that they did it with Sabrina, and I, I thought that her showing kind of moves it forward as far as including more WNBA players that could shoot <laughs> competing in that. Because I think that I mean they can't match up in a dunk competition, but shooting there's some there's some WNBA players that can shoot lights out. So uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I would like to see that. And I'm sure that there's other things that they could do. But that skills competition has got to go. And they got to shorten it. They're trying to milk all the commercial sponsorships that they can get. And they made it three hours long. Dude, that needs to be an hour and a half to two hours long maximum. And, and I get it. Stars. I don't even know what that is. Oh, you don't yeah, remember that? So they had no. they had an NBA player, a, an NBA uh, uh, legend. Yes, and oh, yes. An NBA yes. Player. WNBA player. Yes, that I was, remember that. That was yeah. awesome. They had yeah. to do like a layup, yeah, a shot yeah, from yeah, the yeah. baseline, a three-pointer, right. and a half-court shot. Dude, that's awesome. That was fun. I mean, well, one of the and, years, Allen Houston was there, and they won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And then the, with Cheryl the, the skills competition, I don't know if you guys remember. When I saw it, I remember because I look, I used to be huge on the NBA uh, All-Star Weekend. The passing drill used to be like a little hole. Yeah. Now it was huge. I was like, what is this? Like, are you? do you not want the players to look bad? Is that what it is? Because – I, I'm pretty sure my son can throw it through there, and my son is four. But like, there's no missing that. That's like throwing a rock into the ocean. It's did, awful. Did you think it was weird? Because that was the only thing I did watch. I thought it was weird that I think there was I don't know how many players were in it, but almost all of them missed. Like you know the part where you had to dribble through like the the cone. They, they didn't cold, follow the yeah. They missed yeah. it, and I was like, how, how dumb are you guys? Like yeah, especially if arrows you're paying attention on the to the guy, but. That's what I'm saying. The guy before you went and he fucked up. Like, yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah. <laughs> awful. It's awful. The whole weekend was awful. Throw it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The All-Star weekend was absolutely abysmal. All right. Uh, so we are starting a West Coast road trip, and we are 30 and 25, like we said, just like we were last season. So I, I'm going to go around the horn now. Let's start with Italy Jet. Italy Jet, what are you expecting from the Miami Heat for the second half of this year? We start against, like you said, the New Orleans uh, Pelicans. And mm -hmm. then we have – well, I guess we'll just talk about the next week overall. But yeah. uh, we have the New Orleans Pelicans tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Then we go to Sacramento Monday night, 10 o'clock start. The Trailblazers in Portland, 10 o'clock start on Tuesday. And then next Thursday, 10 o'clock against the defending champs, the Denver Nuggets. The next four games, how are we feeling about those? I think the only tough game is going to be the Nuggets. I mean, they're ranked fourth in the West right now. I but I still think we could beat them. I think we'll go four and zero. I I really co I'm confident wow. in okay. this team four and zero. Uh, like I said, the Nuggets are the only team that is going to give us probably some 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 at the end of the wire in the fourth quarter. But the Kings I mean, are pretty I'm, good. Yeah, whatever. I, but overall, I think I think this is going to be the same thing like it is last year. This T team always puts us either at the end of the chair and we fall backwards and hit our head, or we're up. And Adam and excited and want to throw a TV. Like it's always a roller coaster ride with this team. Solana's right. Next man up mentality. If anyone gets injured or if anyone happens, I'm, I have confidence in Spo. I still think we're going to make the playoffs. It's just going to be a roller coaster ride. Solano, what are you thinking about the next four games? Pelicans, Kings, Trailblazers, and Nuggets all on the road, West Coast road trip. Not going to lie. Uh, the Nuggets is going to be a loss. Uh, yes. The Heat yes. struggle immensely on the road in Denver. I don't remember the last time the Heat won. I'm pretty sure I fall asleep early every game because they're getting blown out. 
uh, at least the last few years, which is which is even sad, even but, with the big three. Absolutely, even with the big three, and, and I don't even remember exactly, but I don't think LeBron played every game out there in, in Denver, if I remember correctly. He did. He did. You're but, right. He didn't. Yeah. But 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 regardless, it's just Denver and Indiana. For some reason, those two places are just kryptonite for the Heat. For some reason, I mean. Conseco Fieldhouse back in the day was awful. Uh, now it's called, I know, something else. But anyways, getting back to, to, the, to the four games. Pelicans, dude, they won eight out of the last nine. Um, they're on a streak right now. So uh, tomorrow night's game is not going to be easy. I'm going to say that he go two and two. Okay, two and two. Uh, Chris, what are you thinking about the next four? I was considering that the Heat are probably going to go two and two as well. Um, I guess the most positive I can be able to see this tour going through with the next four games is going to be three and one with a loss against the Nuggets. But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on the saddle here uh, with Solana and I'm gonna agree two two. I think that's what what's gonna be the outcome out of the next four games. Uh, the last time that the Miami Heat beat the Denver Nuggets in the regular season in Denver was yeah, on November thirtieth, twenty sixteen. So about eight years ago, change it so, up. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. time to change it. There, there's only two positives on this road trip that I'm looking forward to. One is the return of Terry Rozier. I read today mm -hmm. that he will be back on the road trip. Uh, I'm sad that Jay Rich looks like his injury is a little bit, you know, a little bit more severe than, more than what was originally thought. Yeah, so he might be out. The other positive I'm looking for is I'm really looking forward to seeing Delon Wright on this road trip. Uh, oh, you know, Spo right. has been talking. Spo's been talking ex like very highly of him over the last couple of days, uh, saying how well he fits in the Heat system and he's a Heat guy. And every time Spo says like he's a Heat guy or he has that motor that we're looking for, I don't know, man. Something about those those buzzwords that he uses it just it just gets me all just I don't know butterfly in the stomach. Yeah, I'm ready I, for I, it. I see that, and uh, I think that we go. I'm going to say three and one. I think we managed to muster out a, a win against the Kings. I think we could beat the Pelicans. Jimmy coming back. Terry Rozier coming back. And, and Portland isn't very good at all. So I think that Portland should be a win also. So I think we could muster out a 3-1 uh, record over the next four. And uh, we'll see. I mean, the second half of the year, this is when uh, Miami Heat basketball starts, when Jimmy starts to pick it up. And, I mean, all you got to do is get to the dance. We all know if you get to the dance – Anything can happen, especially when you got heat culture on your side, right, Chris? Yeah, and a seven-game right. series. Okay, that, that's yeah, basically yeah. it. Not heat culture. <laughs> seven games. All right, uh, Chris. So now we're on you. Final words. Anything to say, Chris? Seven-game series. That's all we need. Get us there to a seven-game series. That's it. Look, well, we didn't need seven games to beat the Knicks. We beat them what five or six. Well, six. I mean, that's the, that was last year. We'll we'll yeah. see what happens right. this year, Papa. Let's not let's not do all that. Solana, any final words? Only thing I got to say is Adam Silver, my friend, please bring me some Caitlin Clark to the NBA All-Star break next year. I want to see Caitlin Clark for Steph Curry in a three-point contest. Okay. And uh, Italy, well, I've been hearing that they're thinking about like double team, like two on two, like no. Sabrina okay. and Caitlin Clark against Seth and I don't know who else. Maybe Damian Lillard. He's a two-time three-point champ. Italy, any final words? But we're getting this season where the Heat are going to be must-watch TV. I mean, this is where it gets to the point where it's going to be a roller coaster going in the playoffs. I'm excited. Shout out to Khalid Reeves. I don't know where you're at, but you're somewhere. Khalid 
So, wow. you know, it's one of those things where I'm happy to be a Heat fan still, and I'm ready for the roller coaster. Ready for the roller coaster. That's nice. it. All right. And, um, oh, wait. Okay. I was about to tell you what the, the record was. I just realized I've been looking at the wrong standings. So I, I take it back. The Kings are in eighth place. So, uh, all right. I was completely wrong on that one. All right. Um, yes, uh, I think that's it. Let me just throw out a, a quick uh, Lamar Odom out there because, uh, you know, traded for Shaq. That was that, that, good stuff. That, is that, I mean, is Lamar. that pre, pre or post Bunny Ranch? <laughs> pre, pre, pre. Post was a whole nother Lamar Odom. Uh, right. I, would, I would take Lamar Odom pre any day of the week. Oh, Lamar Odom was Lamar Odom was such a baller, man. I really, I yes. really didn't. He didn't live it's up to his shame. potential. It's yeah, man. Left. I loved, he, was, he was. I loved him the one season he was in Miami, man. He was. He he just looked so nice that year. That yes. was such a nice squad too, like yes, a nice was. young squad. squad. It was great. Very very. I was D Wade's D Wade's rookie year, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Beautiful awesome. team. Awesome. Beautiful that was. team. Hasm was Hasm was, was at his best, I think. Absolutely. With the with the dreads, right? Didn't he have the dreads back? He did. He did. Wade's rookie year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he did. He did, yeah. he did. Yeah. All right. I mean, not well, as good as when are... he had John Sally, but, you know. <laughs> well, if you guys are listening on audio, please leave us five stars, comment, review, all that other good stuff. And if you're watching on YouTube, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends. And um, we will be back next week. Uh, there's a game Thursday night at 10 o'clock, usually our recording time, so I will talk to the guys, see when we record next week. But until then... Well, until the next one, have a good one.